Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning. It's Tuesday. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. The World Cup is officially underway, and according to the Chicago Sun-Times, leading up to the game's signature tournament this past weekend, many fans had some reservations about watching the game this year. It's being held in Qatar, whose treatment of migrant workers and stance on LGBTQ rights has been highly controversial. But as the World Cup launched, those concerns were seemingly put on pause as fans from all over Chicago came to Cleo's Bar and Grill in West Town yesterday to watch the tournament. My colleague Adora Namigade spoke with James Wetzel. He's a big soccer fan who came down from the north side, and he was rooting for Germany. I lived in Germany for a year, and I kind of fell in love with soccer, uh, the Bundesliga, when I lived there and got familiar with some of the names and players and just can't get enough of it. But Chris Newman was for Team USA. We're a very young team. We're untested. Uh, we looked really shaky in qualifying. Fingers crossed, but... Uh, I don't know. Not not too hopeful, but we'll see. The U.S. played Wales to a one-to-one tie yesterday. The Chicago Board of Election Commissioners admits they have not met a deadline that required the city to make every voting location fully accessible to people with disabilities. Fewer than 10 percent of the city's polling places were marked as accessible, and a third of the city's 50 wards had no sites considered compliant with the Americans with Disabilities Act, or the ADA. A spokesperson with the election board says the issue is how information is reported. If a site isn't fully ADA compliant, it won't be listed as accessible, something the board plans to change ahead of municipal elections in February. Using anything from wheelbarrows to suitcases, candidates for Chicago mayor lugged stacks of petitions into the Chicago Board of Elections yesterday in an effort to snag the top spot on the February ballot. My colleague Mariah Wolfel has more on this. Candidates for mayor need 12,500 valid signatures to get on the ballot, but they take the opportunity on filing day to brag. We got almost 30,000, and I'm just excited. 37,000 petitions from all across the city. So we're going to turn in just over 41,000. Uh, we got 61,000 plus. That was activist Jamal Green, Alderwoman Sophia King, Cook County Commissioner Brandon Johnson, and businessman Willie Wilson. Just a few who turned in their petitions yesterday. Those who filed by 9 a.m. enter a lottery to be first on the ballot. Anyone else who wants to be mayor, such as Congressman Jesus Chuy Garcia or Mary Lori Lightfoot herself, who didn't turn in their paperwork yesterday, has until next Monday to do so. Plans for a cannabis dispensary at the former Rainforest Cafe and River North have gotten a green light from the Chicago Zoning Board of Appeals. The board voted to approve the application, but several neighbors objected on the grounds that there are, quote, too many dispensaries already in River North. They also expressed concerns about crime in the affluent neighborhood. One neighbor questioned the social equity license eligibility of Progressive Treatment Solutions and its partnership with Biofarm, both of whom would own the new dispensary. As expensive as things are these days, a little help every month could go a long way for a lot of us. And Cook County is starting to provide that help with the largest guaranteed income program in the U.S., according to Block Club Chicago. The first recipients have now been enrolled in the county's $42 million pilot, which will provide $500 monthly to enrollees for the next two years. 
Cook County's program is the first where the government has committed to permanently continuing after the pilot ends. Of the 230,000 plus people who applied to participate, 3,250 were selected. The first checks will go out December 15th. And a few quick hits before we get to weather. O'Hare and Midway airports could see about 1.7 million travelers between today and Monday, according to Chicago's Department of Aviation. If you'll be one of those travelers, remember it's Thanksgiving. Maybe focus on gratitude if you start to feel wound up in the terminal. And if you're the festive type, you'll be happy to know that the CTA has announced its holiday train and bus schedules. The bright and festive train starts running the day after Thanksgiving, and holiday buses will start on Tuesday, November 29th. As for the weather, it's warming back up a bit. Sunny today, high around 50 degrees. Tonight is going down to the upper 20s with clear skies. Maybe you bundle up and get into some stargazing. And that's it for the rundown today. I'll see you again bright and early tomorrow morning. I'm Erin Allen. Talk to you then.